Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, everybody. It's just us guys, just you and me, Joe Elvin and him, James Williams. Hello, hello. Say hi, James, yes. And we, it is the weekly podcast where, frankly, the super stupid stuff gets the respect it deserves, don't you think? Amen. Front and centre, right up all in your grill. And today, James and I are joined by an actual icon people. And we don't use that word lightly. We mean it this time. It's pretty damn mega. We're going to talk about colour uniforms, foreign languages and food ruts. With, I can't think of anyone better to talk about this stuff with than the absolute actual pop icon, pop legend, Rick Astley, everybody. Well, hey. Hello, Hello. I feel like that needs a little... Thank you. Oh, it does. Oh, yeah. yeah. Applaud yourself. And also, we've got a little hum in the background because we're actually. Well, I like to think we we're, are. We're brunching with Rick Astley. We are, we are indeed. We're, we're not in just a, podcasting. We're in a very, I've, very I've nice. We're in the corner of a very nice little restaurant. Actually, it's not that little, but uh, yeah. No, it's, it's good. Nice. Um, how are you, Rick? I'm very, very well, thank you. Yes, no, with good. respect, can mm. you believe you're here with a brand new album all these years later uh, and it's happening all over again? On the one end, no. If I'm <laughs> honest, uh, I made the last album to mark being 50 years old, and I made it at home in my garage. <laughs> without really expecting to release it properly and it just kind of grew and grew and then you know we went for it it did really yeah Yeah. platinum selling album later yeah yeah, it's kind of bonkers um and it's it is a bit weird when you because you start a project i didn't call it a project i was just making some music and i was thinking what am i going to do with it and because you start something like that it's kind of weird that it ends up the other end of the spectrum. Um, so obviously, on this, you know, doing another record, this is the difficult second album, <laughs> isn't it? Really. Um, so. Uh, but you make it look so easy. Well, it, it, it's so good. Thank you, my yeah. love. Thank you. It, honestly. It, thank you. Well, tell us a bit about the album. Obviously, it's out, it's out very soon. Yeah, it is. It's out on Friday the thirteenth, which is a bit of a weird one. But there you <laughs> you're go. a brave man. You Lucky, uh, you're yes. not a superstitious man, really. No, I'm not. I, I once won a ton of money on a Friday the thirteenth. Oh, did you know? So oh, okay, all right. Day. Well, that's yeah. good then. Following Joe's footsteps. Um, yeah, it's out on Friday. Um, 
Uh, I, again, I made the record at home in my garage. It's a nice garage. Bar, I love that. I love it's not that. like oil stains on the floor. Or anything, <laughs> it's not you know what I mean? garage. Where you sitting the, there? The, it's it's a converted carpet. garage. It's yeah. a wooden floor, darling. Oh you know please! Come on. You know I mean, live a little. Live this, a little. Is, this a, uh, is it not more of a summer house? No, no. It was a garage. Oh okay. It actually was a garage. We we moved into that house about five years ago. And it was a garage, and I just converted it completely. It had like yeah. a little bedroom and whatever, but it was a, you know, there was a car in it. In fact, there were motorbikes in it. Um, anyway, I just thought, kind of thought, I'm going to convert it and, you know, treat it as my little man cave. So it's not a professional studio in that sense. It's just a room with a bunch of gear in it, really. Um, but, you know, people are making records in far worse conditions than that, you know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah. Via Skype, it's, it's all changed. Yeah, it has all changed, it has. Um, so anyway, so I, I just kind of went in there just to noodle a bit and just get, <laughs> get my chops going again because we've been touring the last record a lot. And uh, I was at home alone for a few weeks and my wife was in America doing something else and I just got a load of tunes together and I just kind of thought, well, I'll just start again. Because um, I really kind of was thinking that I'd go and work with some of the songwriters and a, and a producer and all the rest of it. but. So I've ended up making the record again. But in, a lot of, in lots of ways, it's kind of nice because you don't have any... Uh, there's no no one or anything to try to translate through. You just yeah. do what comes out of your fingers and your voice and your... You know what I mean? That's what it is. And was there a long time where you just felt like you couldn't do that or you didn't want to do that? What, what, what I, I didn't happened think, that? I didn't actually feel relevant in terms of making new music. I think a lot of artists go through that because you've been away from it for so long. And even though I've been doing gigs again for like 10 years, literally all over the world, you know, I've been to Australia a couple of times, South America a few times, South Africa, obviously Europe, um, you know, Asia, we've now actually been back to America again, but only only since this last sort of couple of years really. Um, but in, that's just singing my old songs, it's got nothing to do with new music really, so I think most artists get to a point where you think no one's really interested in me doing a new record, so why should I? And I kind of reversed that a little bit when I knew that 50 was coming. My age, that is not the record. Um, and like I say, I just made some music just to mark that. I can understand why people do struggle, because you get to a point where you look what's happening around you in terms of the charts, and not just from an ageist point of view, but just from from every point of view. You just don't feel like there's a space for you anymore. You don't seem to be in any way precious, though. Obviously, you're passionate about the new music, mm. but you're not precious about playing the old stuff. Because, you know, no, lots no, of no, people no, tend no, to no. shy away from wanting to play the songs that made them famous in the first place. Yeah, sometimes, yeah. But I also think a lot of the guys that I know and I've met, you know, from my era or maybe a year or two before and a year or two after and stuff, um, I think we're kind of aware that people do want to hear those songs. Mm. Um, I think it just gets a bit confused if you've got a new record and nobody really cares. Because mm. that's kind of like, well, hang on, I've just put my heart and soul into this. And everyone's like, great, can you sing your number one hit from whenever, please? Yeah. And, it, and it, it's tough. It is. Of course it is. But on the other hand, you can only get into a building to play your new song because you have your old ones. So yeah. that's, I don't know. I've just been really lucky that for whatever reason, it's kind of worked on this last record. But so. also, you know, it, uh, at the end of the day, it's your voice, so you know you can your new material must sit alongside your old material. Because I think a friend of mine actually just said recently they went to see Kim Wilde, and mm. she's done a similar thing. She's yeah, brought yeah. a whole new album, yeah, yeah. but it sits alongside all oh, those classic yeah. kids in America. You know, yeah. it, they all work yeah, because yeah, yeah. she kind of brings it all together. Yeah, and also her brother Ricky, who writes and produces, you know, he produced a lot of those massive records and what have you. They're a, they're a tight knit family and what have you, and um, and also I think because she's quite an, uh, she's quite aware. Mm. Um, of what's going on around her kid. You know, I know Kim quite well, I know her family. And I don't think she's one of those kind of people who lives in this kind of dream world, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, 
Um, and yeah, I think you know, I think she's made a record that kind of represents her, and there's a connection to the artist that we all know. You know, so yeah. And you having more fun this time around? Um, it's it's just not as pressured because I'm not really famous. <laughs> so you must get well, stopped not, for selfies, surely. Not. Do you want me to walk around? And, <laughs> You know, I mean, it's not like anyone's clambering at the window. Okay, well, it? Joe and I were very excited when you okay. said you'd be good the podcast. Yes. Although, uh, mixed feelings. That you can, I can't think of you without thinking about my first boyfriend. Ah, <laughs> and that, okay. that whole era. Okay, and this we, is either we frightening did give or... Each other up, really. or <laughs> we did. You did? Yeah, oh, we okay. sang that song to each other. You weren't together it, forever. No, but I'm, I'm genuinely not famous. I came here on the train and, you know, walked out of Waterloo Station and walked over here and that's... I love you for that, but I also There's no way that's true. There's no way. Wait, that's, you're the kind of famous way people think, oh Come with God, me to Hampton Court on the train. Maybe that's yeah. what it is. No, I just, I, I think, you know what I think it is? I think if you, I think if you make eye contact with people and there's some kind of recognition, then yeah, that, that's, that's one thing. But, you know, I read a book on the train and, you know, I know, to be honest, I normally do drive into town. Um, but I just decided to take the train today and what have you. I mean, anyone that makes eye contact on the tube is a lunatic normally. This is true, yeah. this is true, so yeah. That's no, a good that's way to get a seat, though. It's true. You, know you don't what? want anyone but to sit next to you, just look at them. Yeah, but I, I kind of live, I live in the um, outs, it's not even London, so I live um, in like a kind of leafy suburb, so when people get on the train there, they actually sort of say morning and things like that sometimes. Not everybody, yeah. but there is a bit of like, morning. A bit more. Oh, it's warm, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. a recognition so that we're all human beings. Nice, yeah. Yeah. And then the closer you get into the centre of London, it's like everyone just ignores everybody a bit. Yeah. Right, obviously, Rick, I have to say to you as well, I actually think I speak for a lot of people when I nearly combusted when I saw you singing at Kylie's 50th oh, birthday right, okay, party. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, that, for yeah. kids of my generation, that yeah, yeah, was yeah. literally like... A bit of Instagram oh, you know that made what? all of our hearts sore. Yeah. I actually, through a friend of a friend, got invited to that, and I couldn't oh, go. Oh my word! I mean, you missed it. Like, that's like losing your lottery ticket. I know. Yeah. But was that? I mean, is, a is it nice that you still got so many people from the first time around? We're still doing so well. Yeah. I mean, Kylie's a bit of a. She's out on her own a little <laughs> bit in the sense that she's had a thirty-year career. She's never. I know she's probably had a few breaks here and there, but I mean, she's never really stopped making records. No. And to, to be fair, she's never really stopped having hits. Yeah. Yeah, true. You know, which is pretty astounding for to, to say that of any artist in the world ever. That's pretty amazing. She doesn't really get enough credit, I think, for that. I think a, a lot of the time people tend well, to not realise. She probably doesn't. You're probably no. right. Um, but I think also because she is like a national tre treasure, um, she probably gets put in a certain bracket rather than being a bracket as like she's been an artist for thirty years. Yeah. You know, it's that's. Hats off! That's yeah. pretty astounding, I think. You know. Well, I think this is, you know, the, the resurging national treasure. Yes. Here on this podcast, exactly. this is a podcast. Well, look, son, see someone. Yeah. Yay! Yay! He recognises you. Yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Um, until there's a Rick Ashley yeah, but, they, but the, the, the weird, amazing, wonderful thing is, is that I get to go and do gigs and perform for people, and you know they sing along, and, and thankfully they're into the new stuff. Um, but afterwards, nobody cares. Now I just walk around doing whatever I do. So that's kind of perfect. And that's a lovely balance. It actually, is. It's amazing. It? Yeah. You've got the perfect. You, you can still do the day job the, and the, not have well, all the crap that goes with it. To be honest, and I only mean this literally in a fleeting moment, I have thought on occasion, like when the last album went to number one, I, I, there, there was a moment thinking, what does this mean? Does this mean I can't go to Tesco's anymore? <laughs> do I want this? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, do you? Well, and, well, yeah, because obviously the first time around, you must have been at a level of... Oh, the first time it was insane. Hysteria, right? It was right? literally... 
bonkers the first time. Because yeah. also I was one of those kind of guys um, that appealed to five, six, seven-year-old kids to their grandmother. Oh, yes. Yeah. So there wasn't really... And I remember when I used to go to America and the TV woman who did all the promotion for TV over there sort of said, I love it when you come because I can get you on everything. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going, Same. oh, right, okay. There's like a um, the shadow of his former self yeah, running and, um, ragged around the stage. Yeah, but know, even so, now when you go to your gig, do you still find... Is, is there a, a sort of extreme ages or is it pretty much a core it's, fan it's, base? It's mainly an age group, obviously, yeah. because people... I'm not fooling myself. People really are still coming for the old songs, and they and some like the new ones. But, yeah. but it, you know, that's I'm not going to totally put it in a nostalgia bracket because, like, we played half a dozen songs from '50, and we're going to play a few from this one. So we're getting yeah. to a point where half the gig's going to be songs of the last yeah. two yeah. or three years, which is a bit weird. But it, but that's what it's going to be on the next tour that I do. Um, but yeah, there's of course there's an element of. of nostalgia to it because there is if I go and see one of my favourite bands from when I was a kid do you know what I mean it's kind of like why would there not be you know yeah. even if they're still releasing records there's yeah. a you know there's some even going to someone like Kylie or Madonna there's an element of nostalgia because when Madonna does holiday the place goes nuts yeah. and when Kylie sings you know I should be so lucky the place melts exactly even though they might love a new album yeah. even more than that but it's like it's part of our lives isn't it so yeah. it's uh, and, and I think that balance right I think yeah and I you've think. got to recognise that and I think you have to own it if you if people go on a stage thinking oh well, we'll just troll through the old stuff so I can get to the new stuff I, I kind of think you're doing them the, your audience and yourself a disservice you know what I mean so when does your tour start? We start in uh, September in Europe, and then we come back to the UK in end of October, I think it is. And tickets available now, I'm assuming? Uh, yeah, yeah, we've definitely got some tickets out there. So yeah. where, 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 to get the tickets, where oh should they go? Oh my word, I don't know. Does Your website? The internet. Just, <laughs> just Google Rick Astley yeah. Tour. Exactly, yeah. And yeah. the album Beautiful Life, Beautiful right, Life, is yeah. out in July this month, so do check it out. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Rick Astley. Now, is it is it just me, or are you doing that thing where you wear the same colour clothes every single day? Well, when you say cut, now obviously, are you saying you are Rick? I am. Do you wear black every day? I would. I, it, it, yeah. If I'm at home, 
if I'm at home and I know I'm not doing anything, and like it's been really hot recently, obviously, I do have shorts that aren't black, <laughs> and I do have t-shirts that aren't black. But if I'm going out of the front door, I tend to just put a black t-shirt on and, and a black pair of jeans. And what's the thinking behind this? Is there a conscious there's, there's, reason? There's, there's probably two reasons. One is it's simple. It's really easy. I do have a friend, hi Kev, uh, <laughs> who wears nothing but black, ever, ever. And I remember, I can't remember who it was, it might have been a, a photographer back in the day, um, an American guy, and all he ever wore was a pair of Levi's and a white t-shirt every day of his life. Because you don't have to think about it, you just go to the cupboard yeah. and do that every day. It's, and stick it's them in the wash. Line. It's yeah. the Mark Zuckerberg yeah. approach. Well, yeah. Steve Jobs. And I wish yeah. Yeah. I could do it actually. I think it's slightly different. Me. I think it's slightly different. If I'm honest, if yes. you're going to interact with other human beings in a different way, in, in the sense that what I do is a, is a bit odd. What I do for a living. So if I just want to wear black, I can kind of get away with that. But if you're going to go to an office every day and wear the same clothes. That might get a bit unusual. I know certain designers do it, and yeah. certain, you know what I mean? But I think it is a bit odd. There's one guy who, he's an architect. I think he works with Sir Richard Rogers. I think it is. Um, and he wears, he wears like all red one day, or all green, or all blue. And when I say all, I'm on about shoes, socks, trousers, blocking shirt, tie. And he does it in primary colours, and it's amazing. I wonder what happens. Do you think he doesn't leave the house if he gets his red outfit out and realises that the red tie is in the wash, and oh. he'd have to wear I think, a blue I one. think he's a he's a very very qualified, highly respected, intelligent architect, and I think. I imagine his cupboard is a bit like that as well. But also, I don't, I don't think he ever has his tie in the wash when he doesn't want it to be in the wash. Do you know what I'm saying? That's a system and a half. I, I can't compete. But I would also say that because I, I, I kind of get where you're coming from, Rick, in terms of people who wear like a colour mm. uh, all the time. Because I would, I would argue black is always smart. It's always presentable. Yeah. You can pretty much wear it anywhere. That's the thing. It's a day and night thing. Yeah, well. exactly. It, you can. I mean, for instance, I'm wearing just for the for the listeners at home. <laughs> I'm wearing a black uh, proper shirt, but it's you know it's and a black pair of jeans and a black pair of trainers and it's not it's not necessarily like a fashion statement it's just it's just easy and yeah. it's kind of like you, know, but I, you can wear it anyway but, but if someone said we're actually going out to a restaurant after I can get away with it yeah. even a nice restaurant because it's a black it's a shirt with a colour on it and it's obvious to the naked eye that um, Rick Astley has no dad riff um, not everybody <laughs> hey. can wear black yes that, that is reason. true ok, okay. Yeah. yeah I'll take yeah. that there you go you're just okay. showing off really Rick there you go yeah. there you go um, well, I mean, I, I kind of hear you on this one. I, I have to say, my default colour is blue. Mm. I'm kind of wearing turquoise. So you that blue? I was going to say, no, that's yeah. not blue this to me. Is, it's not, yeah. But, you know, there was a point in my life where I would always wear navy blue. And then my friends would always take the piss out of me because I would, and, and if I go into a shop, I'd always, like, we're in a clothes shop, I would navigate straight towards the blue, blue anything blue, like a magpie for blue. Yeah, yeah. And so then actually about 10 years ago, I made a concerted effort for the next year to only buy things that weren't blue. Right. So I thought, stop being that cliche, get out yeah. of your rut, get out of your, you know, safety blanket. And so I then did. Um, and it, it is funny, but I mean, I still have to say, like you, when I'm having a moment of, oh God, I don't know what to wear today, or yeah, yeah. I've got an important meeting today, yeah. I will always go to those blue yeah. things, I kind of know straight away, I can put that on, yeah. it's a confidence comfort thing. But I do think it's exciting to mix things up every once in a while. I mean, you're a big fan of colour, Jo. I, um, I don't know if it speaks to a very weak character, but I would lose all my joie de vivre if I had to wear the same colour every day. 
I would, I, I don't mm. know, it's, it gets me out of bed thinking, oh, well, you can wear that today, yeah. and that's different to that. It, and it, it defines my day, it, def- it cuts up my week, it helps me remember what I was doing last week, literally, right, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, oh. In this hot weather, Rick, are you not, push, are you not t- tempted yeah. to mix up the black a bit? Not really, no. <laughs> no I mean, I think the no, thing you're is... Not feeling it, <laughs> no, but I think, you know. like I say, I think, you know, it's not like I travel all the time, but I do do quite a bit of travelling, and if you're going to pack a bag, and you can just, I mean the other thing is as well, I, I buy for instance, if I go and buy, if I found a t-shirt I like, I go and buy 10 of it, because ah. I like the cut of it or the whatever, and I think right, so I know that's sorted for the next whatever period of time, I've always got some decent t-shirts, I'm on the same shirts, trousers and everything, I've literally got, I think eight pairs of these jeans. But do you yeah. like shopping or do you do, you do that now? Uh, I don't. You think, oh good, if I do it this ten times now, I don't have to do it for a year. Uh, it's not because I don't have to do it for a year, it's just because it's just, I'm sorted. I don't have to think about it. I've got other things I'd rather be dealing Does with. Does your wife not try to push you into other different territories no, or try and really get by not. you things? She knows you. And I have got other colours and yeah. I do wear them. But and if, for instance, someone invites you to something that's more appropriate to wear, whatever, I will obviously do it, you know what I mean? But um, I also, just think when you're just kind of hanging, it's like, it's just easy, you know. So. But I would always say, um, packing a, a bag to go on holiday or a mm. mini break or whatever is much easier if you stick to one colour. Yeah, 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 because matches. Yeah, and also it means you don't chuck in everything, you yeah. chuck in outfits, you so, chuck in, everything goes mm. together. What about this, I'm going to the Maldives next month. Yeah, Poor Joe, I'm pray for Joe. So, I can't believe it. <laughs> I can't imagine an all-black wardrobe. Working on the sort of azure white sands. Well, hang on. Let's face it. You're not going to be wearing much in the Maldives, are you? Well, you know, Rick. I'm a, I'm a modest, modest lady. Of, All right. Well, of you're going to have a you're going to have a bikini. Yeah. Right. That could yeah. be black. You might go for a swimsuit because you want to do some actual swimming and what have you. You would wear all black every day. In well, no, no. Because for instance, my swim shorts. If we're going to get into the details, come on now. Let's talk the nitty gritty. I've got, I've got uh, like olive green ones. Ooh. I've got three pairs That's of those. Quite a departure. Obviously, not just one pair. <laughs> uh, I've got some sky blue ones. A few pairs of those. And I've also got some blue flowery ones. Oh my. But I mean, you live on the edge when it comes to swimwear. Yeah, right? but I mean, if you if if you're in swimwear, then mentally you're somewhere else, and you're not you're not. Um, I'm not. I'm not being. Most of my life, when when I'm in one of these phases, when we're doing a record and touring and stuff, you're in a rush all the time. There's like a few moments in between the next thing you're probably going to do. So I don't want to go to my room and go, hmm, now then, what am I going to, what am I going to wear? Yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas if I'm if I'm swimming, generally speaking, I could be swimming in a hotel, of course, I could on a, on, a, on a you know work thing. But if I'm on a beach, then I'm on holiday, so it doesn't. It, the black thing can go out the window a little bit. Well, you know what I mean? I'll tell you so something. if I go skiing, for instance, I like to take like a checked shirt or two. Do you know what I mean? Oh. You know, like a lumberjack style. Well, you, know you want to be able to be visible for any rescue scenario. Well, I wouldn't wear them on the slopes. I'm all about for a beer after. You know what I mean? No, my ski gear's all black as well. Oh, I was going to. I was, no, I was hoping you were going to push it with some fluoro. No, no, no. But no. I do appreciate the thought you've given to this topic. I must say. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Mm. Um, well, no, I do get it because I think there are lots of very successful people that do have that because yeah. it saves time, and yeah, I do yeah, think yeah. there's a logic to it. Yeah, yeah. But also, can I ask you, Rick? If you have a fine head of hair, do you, oh, spend, you. do you spend a lot of time getting that no, looking good? I've, I've been unbelievably lucky. My whole family have got hair. <laughs> it's genes, it. is it? Yeah, genetic yeah. with the men. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, I mean, it looks the same now as it did in the 80s. And I, I mean know, that in a good well, way. this one actually came yeah. in a box from China, to be honest. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> um, 
No, I've just been really lucky, and uh, I don't really have to do much with it. Yeah. The only thing I have to do is get it cut a lot because it grows really fast. Yeah. So, but other than that, I've been really lucky. But in summary, for this topic, I think next time you're in an exotic location and you see a man that looks a bit like Rick Astley mm. wearing very brave swimwear, it is him, and go mm. up and for a selfie. <laughs> take, take a picture because we need to see him. Yes. Rick Astley isn't just me, and I very much doubt it, who is a sucker for anybody who can speak a second language. No. I, I, I think I've got a feeling where Rick's going to go with this. You just mm. mentioned your yes, wife. Yes, my wife is from Denmark. Sure. Or was that what attracted you to her in the first place? Uh, no. Um, at the time, when we met a lot of years ago, she worked on a record label, and that's how we met. Um, I was going to different countries almost every day of my life, so I was obviously Europe being what it is, kind of every, every morning you'd wake up somewhere else or what have you and kind of go, oh, right, okay, you know. Um, I think the Latin languages, you know, if you look at Spanish and Italian, that's always, I think for women and men, that's quite, that's quite a romantic sort yeah. of, you know. Can you speak any languages? Not really. I can no, speak I a little bit of Danish. I was going to say, you must have picked up a little bit. I speak a bit of Danish. That's not a romantic language. <laughs> no. But I'll bet... such sexy people, though. Well, yeah. if I were to say, I sons do a daily. I have no idea. No, well, that means I think you're wonderful. Ah. So, but it's See, I, it didn't, I didn't know that and I still liked it. Yeah, me too. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, okay. No. See, I, I um, said, like, I mean, anything sounds good to me. Anyone, I mean, I say this because I recently started a job and the girl opposite me is just one of those people, like, she's doing lots of calls yeah. and she's just busting out different languages, different languages all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm just sat there with my mouth open going, that is so goddamn cool, and I just think it's yeah. so great. Yeah. And I, and I think so uneducated around. Well, I also feel a bit where, yeah. as British people, we're quite bad. So I think we tend to go everywhere in the world assuming everyone speaks English. Because mm. to be fair, they do. Yeah. And then, well, no, you do. But it makes us quite to late. To be fair, they do. But they do. But I think because they're a bit more, they tend to look more outside. They're not, they're not as insular, I think, as a lot of British people tend mm. to be. Um, and so, you know. We go everywhere and we don't really make any effort. So when you see people then busting out these languages, I'm just always in awe. Well, I, mean, I think there's definitely that side of it, but I'm 52. When I went to school, we did French, we did German, uh, I think you could do Spanish at one point. But in those days, people were only just waking up to the idea of going on holiday to Spain. Yeah. yeah. I mean, literally for a week or possibly two, not even every year. And now the amount of travelling that people do, it, it, it's completely different to what it was 30 years ago, 40 years ago, let's, 40 years ago, let's say. Um, so when we did languages at school, I thought, well, what is the point of that? What is the point of me ever learning to speak French, German, Spanish, yeah. whatever? I'm not going to use it. Because and that's why we just bullied our German teacher and didn't actually learn anything. We were terrible. <laughs> mm. Really terrorised. Well, I really wish now I had learned to speak the language. But, um, it's still my it's bucket list. And it's, well, it's never too late to learn. And no. I, I must say... I've been in South America a bit a couple of times, and and, and obviously Spain, and, and kind of thought, how amazing would it be to speak Spanish? Because I just think you understand where you are a bit more when you actually speak the language. Because yeah. if you go in as a tourist to Barcelona, you're going to just simply do all the touristy stuff. And I know obviously you could, because of the internet, you can find stuff to do now. There isn't necessary, but it, it, the exploring thing has got to be better if you can actually speak the language, surely. Because yeah. also, surely people in those towns kind of think, Oh, this person's speaking to me in my language. Okay, well, we'll go a bit further with this. And yeah. whereas when they're a bit, you know, just going back to what they know of English, they've got to kind of relate that to you. You know what I mean? And I don't know. Yeah. I always think if you were dumped in a country and you didn't speak the language, mm. you would, after a certain period of time, surely you would start picking things up. And I always think I have, I have an idea. If somebody just pushed me to live in rural France for six weeks, how quickly mm. would it 
you know, sink in and I start talking yeah. with a bit of confidence. I did learn to count in, in Turkish and speak a few things in Turkish, oh, but wow. I was there a month, but I, that was... <laughs> but again, it, it, you I have to exercise it, don't you I forget think, it otherwise. I think also, I think the back of your mind, a bit like going back to school days, you have to think to yourself, how am I going to use this? And I went to school in Denmark for a couple of weeks, every day I did lessons, and I'd go out to my favourite cafe, speak to them in Danish, and they'd just reply in perfect English. Mm-hmm. So eventually I just sort of thought, why am I doing this? Our daughter speaks fluent Danish and she lives in Denmark. So and I'm really proud of her for doing that and I think it's amazing that she's managed to grasp hold of that part of her life and, you know, um, I'm kind of almost envious of somebody who's bilingual and, and has that thing of like, well, mum's from here but dad's from there because yeah. it's a total different culture. Oh, you can really kind of get, you know, well, I have the same thing because I'm Welsh. So right, from, okay. the, from the age of three, I was going to a Welsh school, speaking Welsh, and then coming home and speaking English to my parents. Wow, so okay. I don't remember learning don't remember, it. Okay. But I mean, as much as not everyone speaks Welsh, it's still something I, I love having. Yeah, I love yeah. having a, yeah, a second yeah. language. You yeah, know, yeah. It is a cool thing to have. And also, we do actually have quite a lot of international listeners on this show. Oh, right, okay. So, if you are listening uh, anywhere around the world, we'd love to hear from you. Do send us an email uh, in your native tongue and also please translate it into English or Joe and I will understand oh, well, it. I speak Australian. So Joe's very good in Australian. Yeah. And, I, and actually, send us an email in Welsh if you like and I can understand that. Um, we love hearing from you guys. Can you, re- re- you can read uh, Welsh as well. Yeah, read oh, wow. Right, wow, amazing. Uh, and so, uh, yes. So, guys, drop us an email at um, isitjustmepodcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you. Send us any suggestions for future topics. So, Rick Astley. I still can't believe I'm saying the words Rick Astley on this podcast. It's, it's so cool. Real. I know. So, Mr. Rick Astley mm-hmm. and Joe Elvin, mm-hmm. lastly today, is it just me who, and this is quite appropriate seeing as we're in a very buzzing, buzzy, busy restaurant, who is stuck in a food rut? Now, ah. I say this is somebody who... You know, I like to cook, mm. I like to eat, mm. um, but I have to say, I think when, when you get busy, you, you do tend to just go to your, it's a bit like we were talking about earlier with your yeah. clothing, you go to a default, Yeah. and I see people as well in offices, you know, they go to Pratt every day, or mm. they go to Itzy mm. every day, or they go, and they literally, I mean, they're worse than me, I think, because at least I like to mix it up, I mean, mm. some people will literally eat the same thing every yeah. day, Yeah. and I have to say, I don't get that, I do get there's an element of convenience to it. But also sometimes I want to give him a bit of a shake but and I, say, come on, I, live a little. I've got no choice where I work. Are you it's limited? It's actually really getting me down. I've got like a choice of basically two places every day. But I would say though, on the flip side of that, you then mix things up, I think. You, you're, whenever you post something on Instagram, you've tried a new recipe, you've cooked something new. I mean, are you a, a big cook, Rick? Greg, I'm, would... I'm not a cook at all, really, no. Really? I can, I, can, I can feed myself if there's <laughs> no one in, in the house. But it's in a very limited way. What's your repertoire? Oh no, I'll and I'll I'll grate parmesan and what have you, and you know, and I'll throw a rocket, you know, into some rocket into a bowl and put tomatoes on it. Parmesan was hot and exotic. Yeah, and avocados. When I came to England in the nineties, nobody had parmesan. No, well, oh, it was just in that sort of sawdust. Yeah, they'd already they'd already turned it into yeah. We've got a massive parmesan in our fridge. It's so big, it's ridiculous. I mean, that is. And I'm super waiting. Posh. No, but it's massive. Yeah. I can't remember how we came across it. Something but to do with my wife because she's really into food. There must be a strong I, smell off it, though. No, it's sealed. Smell. Oh, okay. And I, and I keep looking at it, going, "What are we going to do with it? What are we going to do with it at some point?" And I think she's got she's got a plan. Um, but the other thing is, you see, it, the food thing is is I'm really lucky. I do, I do travel a bit. I get to stay in nice hotels sometimes and you know we, we, we do plan a lot around restaurants when we're touring and stuff um, but we were in Ohio which no no offence to anybody from Ohio but I don't even think they themselves would see themselves as the culinary centre of the of the world 
and we went to one of the best restaurants we've been to in years in Cincinnati. And, um, and my wife's really good about researching restaurants. And the guy who was the chef there had been a chef in a restaurant in Copenhagen, which is one of the food capitals of the world right now. So she knew it was going to be good, and we went there, and it was she amazing. Him out. Yeah. So, yeah. so when I get home, I'm not really that bothered. So if I were to, for instance, have scrambled eggs in the morning and whatever for lunch, you know, and uh, we, do, I'm just happy to eat something fairly simple and just get on with it. Building up quite a picture of you sitting in your man cave mm. with your egg sandwich mm. and your black t-shirt. This is this is no just, joke. Yeah. This is exactly me. Yeah. <laughs> But I think because it's you've used the word balance a little bit, yeah. you know, James, and I think that that's, like I say, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying my life's rock and roll and this, that and the other, but when we're out there touring and doing stuff, we do go to some pretty amazing places and we do experience, you know, we were in Chile for, for a few weeks, uh, a year or two ago, so like we're experiencing foods and different things and a lot of Peruvian influence as well and stuff like that. So when you get home, I'm, I'm kind of happy to have beans on toast because yeah. that's almost exotic. Yeah. I don't mean that to sound, but it almost is because that's that's the total opposite end of the spectrum. You know, you crave a crumpet when you go away to all these exotic oh my, places. Yeah, yeah. The first thing I want when I get off a long flight is a crumpet in honey. Yeah, yeah. Well, and those big giants. I mean, I, I I feel for you going to the Maldives. Do you know what I mean? Because <laughs> oh, no. all you're going to be eating I mean, yeah. is like there's, fresh fish. There's and, no crumpets you know, in the Maldives. No, won't be. Well, that's debatable, Mrs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to wear a big baggy colourful caftan and just stuff my face. And why not? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Catch your own fish. Yeah. No. No? That's a bit, that's a bit of effort. Yeah. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. Well, probably not in the Maldives. Just hold a piece of bread. Well, well there's a lot of sharks. Oh, is there? It's good to swim with lots of little baby sharks. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Well, as long as the baby ones, yeah. Yeah, they're really cute, yeah. actually. Yeah. 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 But the food thing, it, it's an interesting one because I think, like I say, I think when yeah. you're busy, it is easy to get in a rut, but I don't think as long as that's not the whole of your life, then that's then that's all right. It's just if it is the whole of your life and all you're doing yeah. is that, then maybe you need to shake it up. You, why don't you take something to work? Why don't you make something? Okay. No, that, I I'm need too, to do that. I'm too rushed in the morning. But you have right. to do it on a Sunday. Sunday okay. full prep. Then Sunday food prep. I have to just start doing it. That's what I've got to start doing again right. now. I'll hit you both up with some recipe ideas. I know. Also, yeah. let's face it. Some people, and I'm not one of them. <laughs> My wife is, she is amazing. She goes to a fridge, she's like a TV advert. She goes to a fridge, and then 25 minutes later, you're just eating something amazing. Yeah, my husband's and it quite matter what, what's yeah. there. She can forage in the fridge and just create something amazing. Whereas mm, my yeah. husband will quite often come home, and I haven't been able to do that, and he'll find me with a bowl of baked beans. <laughs> I couldn't even find any bread to stick on the baked ah, beans. Okay. So that's like, that's the real. You see, that's where you're going wrong, because you put the beans on the bread, yeah. by the way, not the bread on the beans. <laughs> I mean, that's where you're going wrong for <laughs> starters. <laughs> and also, see, that makes your egg on toast a primo. Yeah, you know, you I mean, know. come on. No, well, come on, who doesn't like a fried egg on toast? I love eggs. You know I mean? Eggs in any way, shape. I don't, people who don't like eggs, I'm a bit suspicious of. It's oh, like people who don't like dogs. I well, don't understand Well, this you. friend of mine, Kev, who only wears black, he doesn't like eggs either. So, no. I mean, come on, we're putting him in a box now. Kevin, we're putting him in a corner. Kevin, you need to look at your life. I don't know if we get on with Kevin. Oh, no eggs. He's a lovely lad. I'm sure he is. He is. But he just needs to eat, eat some eggs and wear some more colour. That isn't going to matter. Hold on, But on that note, yes. Nice to sort of meet you, Kevin. And lovely to meet you, yeah, Rick. And you, and you. Uh, thank you for joining us today. My pleasure, thank uh, you. And yeah, yeah you've got some new fans. I spoke baby. Well, I think that last, that last sort of thing, chat that we had, I think that worked because of all the noise, the <laughs> yeah, restaurant, the whole food rocks, you know. Yeah. I'm getting hungry now, you know. To be honest, and they were, they were just getting involved. I think they're very passionate. Egg on toast. I'm trying to think where I am tonight. Oh, the football's on tonight. No, so I will be. 
football's on every night. Isn't I know. It? I'll be. Uh, I think we might be having a quick bowl of pasta. Oh. Because I'm doing something right up until kickoff. Um, at home, but I'm still doing something, and it'll just be a quick shimmy in the what's it? But my friend Simon's coming around. Hello, Simon. <laughs> um, and uh, he's he's not a cook, but he, he's a he's a bit of a dab hand with the pastas. He's got his eye on that parmesan. He, he yes. makes his own. Yeah. Well, yeah, quite put that parmesan. He's got to be able to lift it. Yeah. First. But he makes he makes his own he makes his own sauces. Oh, crazy! Deal with that. But can you so. make your own pasta? I can actually no. do that. Well, well, now you see, now yeah. it's all coming out. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, she can't put beans on toast together. No, no she can make her own pasta. pasta. See, that, I know how difficult that is because we have a, a we still may own it a pasta oh, machine, and our daughter makes her own pasta. But. You just need patience. You don't need skill. You need time. Yeah. 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 Also, I've got to channel more of your daughter. She sounds amazing. She can speak languages. She, she can make her own pasta. She is pretty amazing. To us. We're very, very lucky. She is an amazing. Amazing. Uh, I'm going to call her a woman now. She's 26. Wow. You don't look old enough to have a 26-year-old no, daughter, Mr. Astley. Well, sleep in a fridge. That's my, uh, <laughs> don't try that at home, kids. <laughs> don't sleep in a fridge. I'm definitely trying Good that. Yeah. <laughs> Embrace the signature colour. Put your body in a fridge, not, yeah. not your head. <laughs> Just freeze your um, Anyway, Rick, good luck with the album. Cheers, uh, now. Good luck with the tour at the end of the year. Thank you. And thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure. Thank Take you. Take care. Thanks for having me. 